Hello, uh, hi, this is your spinster, and only your spinster. Uh, before we get started with a very excellent conversation today, uh, I just want to let you guys know that um, the audio quality is not uh, at its best for this episode. Um, we recorded in an open space on one microphone, so uh, I had to readjust uh, volumes at times, and it's going to come in and out a little bit. Um, but otherwise it's a very good conversation and hopefully stuff like that won't happen in the future. Uh, thank you for your patience and thank you for always listening. Uh, see ya. Bye. Hello. Welcome. Welcome back. Hey there, neighbor. How are you? I love this song that we're listening to that I like listening to it with my ears. And I've been meaning for the last couple episodes to say that our intro song was composed and performed by Joe Rambat, your brother. Yeah. Um, you can follow him on uh, Singy Song Stuff. At Singy Song Stuff. I'll double check that. At Singy Song Stuff on Instagram. And he's really talented and has a beautiful yeah. voice and is a super good musician. And you should go follow him. Singy songy stuff. Singy underscore songy underscore stuff. Wow, that's yeah. Um, but he goes com- on YouTube. He composed this music, which is probably fading out right now. We're not actually listening to it in real time. I edited it in later in post. Hi, <laughs> this is the Psalm and Spinster podcast. Did we say that already? Uh, not yet. Okay. I'm your hedonistic, cronish, uh, wayfish. Not wayfish. I'm very heavy set. Uh, spinster Haley, and. I'm Gretchen. I am your Sam, stay-at-home mom. You're you're not in your home though, right now. Which home are you in? I am in Haley's home. And well, when I mean home, not my yeah. tiny, expensive LA apartment. I mean my real house that my parents own and that my sister lives in. I surprised my family and came home to Grand Rapids, Michigan, uh, for a brief spell. My sister's in a play, which will have passed. But if you can, like, like. If you have psychic powers, first of all, contact me and let me marry you, because I would love to be married to a psychic. That'd be cool, I hope. Um, I feel like there would be disadvantages to that, though. There would def- be definite disadvantages. Because like, would you just want them to read your mind, or would that, well, it's more like, I don't know, that would be like telling the future. I feel like, a, yeah, be... when I think psychic, I yeah. think they can, like, they can see the future, one, and they can move things. Okay. I know that's more telekinesis. The movie th- moving things, that would be convenient, but the future thing, I feel like I wouldn't want to know sometimes. I would not want to know the future, except if it was, like, with boring stuff, like the DMV. Like, if I could predict and see the future and be like, is it busy at the DMV right now? Like, yeah. Um, okay, sorry. With the, with mod, yeah, go to your... Okay, but to to back at the ranch, it's snowing outside right now. Um, but I I love snow. I miss it. It's been a raunchy sixty degrees minimum in LA, and right now it's like forty or thirty out, and it's snowing, and I'm delighted. Um, but we have we have a guest with us here who's an expert on hating cold things and loving the beach. Um, we have uh, I'll I'll let you introduce her because she is your. Oh, and uh, so just here. So our guest today. <laughs> we actually have two guests. One has a bit of a cough. Her name is Remy, as my niece, and then um, my sister Caitlin. Or should, we'll just refer to her as Kiga because that's what everyone calls Nobody her. Nobody calls Hello. you Caitlin. 
No. Um, I, and she's currently holding her four-month-old Remy, who had a little bit of a cough. So my Remy. Yeah. Um, so. That's a question I, I have for you, Kiga, is yes. where did um, where did Kiga come from? Um, my older brother, Ben, could not say Caitlin when I was born, and so I came up with Kiga. And it's very fun to watch the people in my life who truly believe that my name is Kiga. And so when they first hear Caitlin for the first time, they're like, what? And their minds are like blown. And I was like, did you think I, I kissed that? You think I was just parents named me Kiga like they were like well, there are people who call you I feel like there are people call you Keegan a lot yeah. too and I think that's her name but um is it wasn't your like your wedding vows didn't they say Kiga no really they said Caitlin I remember yeah, that they said uh, and I was like yeah because remember who's that father, so-and-so I can't remember his name couldn't say Caitlin very well oh yeah <laughs> that's why I remember them now um yeah. uh so we were talking earlier about the weather and how we we are both sort of antithetical to each other and that I love the cold mm-hmm. and like being frigid, whereas you like the beach um, and like being warm. And I would like to continue this ongoing fight between each other and see who comes out the victor. I'm yes. a whole other person so, too, so I'm kind of against you. Or, yeah, I don't like hot weather. I have, even though I was born and raised in West Michigan, I have always hated the snow. Like, and I think it, sorry, my daughter's sick, I'm sorry. That's okay. Um, I mean, you're just a super bad mom, I guess. I know. Your child. Like, I'm just all over her wow. right now. She's sick. Ugh. Um, I think it has come down to, I hate wearing layers of clothes. Like, I hate it. I've always just loved being as naked as possible. I'm serious. Like, I hate, it's annoying that you have to, like, layer up to go outside, and then you're, like, sweaty, that you're freezing, and then you have to shovel off your car, because I don't have a garage. I Come on, I live in South Bend, Indiana. Like, I have an alleyway garage. Like, I don't ever use that. And it's just terrible. Now with a baby, I'm like, oh, man, I got to bundle her up, and I know that she hates it, because I hate it. If I could just wear little booty shorts. <laughs> you do like booty shorts. <laughs> I, I really do think that All we should time. switch places and you should come live in L.A. for a while where yeah. people do wear booty shorts yeah. all the time. You know what? People I'm, wear clubbing outfits to church on Sunday because it's just that hot and that yeah. so it's like it's socially appropriate. Like you can wear a tube top. That's meant for us to be naked. Really, yeah. in the beginning. Yeah. I remember my mom's, like, used to, my mom's like, you used to ask me when you were little, Mom, why do we have to wear clothes? Because I've always hated them. <laughs> I could go live in a nudist colony. You'd probably be fine. See, I'm, I'm all about layers. I like ugh. I like my chunky sweaters no. and... I like comfort. Like, I do like comfort. But... Really cozy socks. I like going out and, like, my husband and I play, met playing hockey, so that tells you something about us, like... We like the cold weather. We go skiing, hiking. We're just better than you, Kika, that's all. <laughs> okay. No, but I get it. I get yeah, it. but my husband is a is a hermit and rather be inside uh, no, no, year round. With no weather? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, California weather would be great for him because he likes the 60s. Okay. So. Oh. And it's dry. It's not like humid. Yeah. yeah. The humidity, I think, gets to me. Like, I, I like, I also am like a big fan of chunky sweaters and 
um, sweatpants. And I living in LA, it kind of did change my perspective on clothing. And it did change how I dress myself because there is such a high standard for beauty there. And I tried, I made the attempt to dress better. Um, but, you know, I, I guess... I, to that, to that end, I guess I also like colder weather because because I can wear more layers. Like I've always had, like been self conscious about my body, uh, and so like I could never, you know, I always felt very sil- silly and very self conscious wearing like tank tops and booty shorts and stuff like that during the summer. So I was always like, yes, time for cold. I can uh, wear layers and nobody can see me. I'm incognito. Uh, but now that I'm in LA, there while there is a higher standard for beauty, there also is more body positivity out there than I think there is here. Yeah. Where yeah. it's just like, you know what? So long as like your face is beat for the gods and you're working it, like you can be as big as you want to and walk down the street in a crop top and booty shorts. Like, yes, queen, work. And that's I feel like that, yeah, because I can definitely feel that sometime where like your summer's coming up here and you're like, oh shoot. You know, I'm I'm super <laughs> not ready. I'm not ready for shorts. <laughs> but yeah, then you really should. You just and having that in California, where you always have to be like positive and loving your body. You don't have the season of hiding and the season of shame where you can just hide your. Yeah. <laughs> there is, you know, yeah. The, make the hedonism work for you. I found. Yeah. I did. My friend, uh, she she sent me this video. Um, and she, it's just like this girl and she's like spinning around wearing a crop top and she has like Starbucks or something in her hand. She's like, it's LA. Like, (laughs) she's like, let's do some drugs. (laughs) Develop an eating disorder. Don't have one? Get one. (laughs) But I'm like, it was, it was, it was unfortunate, but it is definitely true. There is a frivolity there and there is a very kind of like relaxed outlook on like for better or for worse on mental health on drug addiction on like um one of my my roommates she works as a um a first uh first a ad but she was telling me i was i asked her one day i was like how bad are like drugs in the entertainment industry she's like yeah just about every other person i know is addicted to some sort of like hard substance like not just like alcohol or marijuana but like cocaine or heroin or... and why do you think that is you think it's like because you're the scene that you're in like the, it's definitely the, like the, the scene um some of it's the pressure like and it might be even fitting in like you go to a to like a club or a party with yeah. like you know these people who are very higher up in the entertainment industry and they're just like hey you want to do this like really illegal very expensive drug and if you pull it it's like you it know you like go to party your, favor right yeah you yeah. go like you go to like your aunt's house or you're like your grandma's and yeah. your grandma's like here would you like this delicious like pie and you're at first you're like mm, I'm kind of full grandma Actually, she's like I made it yeah. for you <laughs> and it's like okay it's like the same you know you go you're like you're on some <laughs> sort of scared, like if I don't do this, like what are they gonna like? I think yeah. like, people's jobs are in jeopardy, or like that, some of just it. That pressure. I think a lot of it too is also just people have, like, it. It can be hard at first to get jobs in this industry, but once they yeah. have, you have a job, you can make like very good money. And once you have good money, it's like, oh, what do I spend it on? And it's like, oh, drugs. Yeah. And you know, something I'm realizing is like. As far as, like, kind of, you know, there is a very big disparaging difference between the extremely wealthy and the extremely poor in L.A. And, 
like as far as the face of addiction goes, the only difference for most people there is money. Because it's like the homeless people that like are in LA versus the extremely wealthy, like everybody has drug addiction problems, but just the only difference is that one has money and the other doesn't. Yeah, Yeah. someone's doing better drugs. I feel like over here, everyone's just going crazy about weed and CBD now, you know? I guess. uh, (laughs) Hashtag legal in Michigan. That's what I mean. Like, it's not even, like, it's legal, but, like, everyone's, like, super crazy. I mean, I totally, I don't care at all, but, like, I feel like maybe I just don't know if there's that many people who are, like, the drug isn't, the drug industry isn't that, like, crazy over here yet. But maybe it's just more hidden. I... You know? I mean, where I live, it's pretty bad. Yeah. But, I mean, I feel like I f- that's just people coping with... Yeah, right. With, with yeah. living in Indiana? Yeah. I would oh, do gosh. drugs all the time if I lived in Indiana. <laughs> well, okay. So, I live, yeah, near Detroit. Like, obviously, Boredom. Detroit has those issues. But, like, my little town, right? I was like, it's not that bad. Everyone yeah. just smokes weed. That's about it so far. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I... Would do so many drugs if I had to live in Indiana. Oh yeah, yeah. it's not very fun. Uh, <laughs> I not yeah not. I've not loved it. In fact, when I moved from four years ago, when I moved from Grand Rapids, I remember driving down the neighborhood and bawling my eyes out. Thinking, oh my gosh, yeah. this is where I have to live. <laughs> like, yeah. It was like not good, <laughs> and it's taken about four years to like. Actually, like like the area, like okay, it's not too bad. But I mean, man, it was not fun at first. If it makes you feel better, I have had many emotional breakdowns living in LA. Even if it is like this star-studded, like it's the best city in the world. Like, and I think that comes down to like it doesn't matter where you go. If people need people, so when you yeah. go somewhere new and you don't, it could be the prettiest place on earth. If you don't have people around you, you're gonna feel lonely and sad. Oh, yeah, like, I like I remember moved, when but... I, yeah, I remember when I moved up to Grand Rapids, gosh, I almost cried, like, every night uh-huh. when mm-hmm. I first moved up here, and by the time I left, I was crying because I didn't want to leave here. I had mm-hmm. so many friends, so it's like, the same, same thing started all over again when I moved to Mishawaka. There was, there was one night I was leaving work, and I turned on my iPod, and Come On Eileen was playing, and I was just sobbing hysterically, Aww. but you know, it's this absolute 80s bop. It's just like, yeah. come on, Eileen. And I'm like, ah! <laughs> um. <I can. laughs> Songs always make me cry. Can I just like, I'm like one of those people that a sad song comes out in the car and I'm like looking out the window, raindrops. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, all we, the feels. <laughs> we all went through something when Break Away by JoJo oh, yeah. used to play. Yeah. I <laughs> spread my wings and I learned how to fly, and that song, you know, it's it's a truth for the ages. Oh, gosh. When I, I have to say, when I rode the bus around Grand Rapids and I first lived here, I put my playlist on, and that would be, like, perfect look out the window yeah. and feel bad about your life playlist. Like, contemplate life. What, what, what's, like, been your worst public cry? Worst public Ooh, cry? Oh, I have a recent. Um, I have a very recent. Okay. Gretchen has to go check her quiz real have, quick. Like, boundaries, like it can't be like something that's obviously sad because I'm pretty sure you know what that would have been. <laughs> I mean, 
It's whatever <laughs> you want to be. There are no um, rules just right to this podcast. Okay, let's see. That's the thing, is, like, the audience can't see the fact that we're making eye contact with each other and that I have a knife to your throat, you know? I'm a very private crier, though. I feel like when I do cry, it's... I mean, I just left my house a couple weeks ago where Ryan got home and I got in my car and he was watching Remy and I had a good cry then. I was like, fine. I just needed to cry. I had all the emotions. Just like new mom feels. And I drove to Meyer. And I walked into Meyer with red puffy eyes. You it know, was a great trip. That's that's the only true Midwestern emotion that exists. <laughs> Going to Meyer. Going to Meyer. <laughs> Going to Meyer post cry. Post cry. I. That is that is one thing that I do miss about the Midwest is Meyer. Meyer is yeah. fantastic. So Meyer is the only good grocery store that exists. I agree. Don't come to me and talk to me about Publix. I will ignore you if you bring up Trader Joe's. Oh, yeah. yeah. Meyer and Meyer only. It's the best. I do love Meyer. Yeah. Uh, people in Indiana don't, don't appreciate Meyer as much. Um, what do like people in Indiana even know about? I don't Hi, know. Hi, th- my name is Haley. Welcome <laughs> to my Indiana <laughs> hatred podcast where I just I really, talk about how much I hate Indiana. I have to be careful because I have some great friends now in Indiana. <laughs> Indiana born, my husband's Indiana born. He's a corn fred, mother emperor. <laughs> <laughs> we were on our honeymoon, there was some guy in the uh, Caribbean who's like met him at the bar, and he's like, "You're from the Midwest, aren't you?" And he's like, "Yeah, man, you are one corn fred mother emperor." I knew. Was this a Caribbean person saying this, or was this another vacationer? It was like a he was another vacationer, but you know he was one that like lived on a yacht and traveled the world. Was very cultured. Could could tell. Yes. That I never realized how prevalent corn was a part of Midwestern culture until I I left. It's everywhere here. Hi, Remy. She's falling asleep. She's awake and asleep. She's real tired. I did a good cry when I dropped my kids off at preschool last time. Yeah, right in front of everybody at the at the daycare. Did like, you just miss? Were you gonna miss? I feel miss like every day? mom does it. That's like the no. So this was like the last day. Oh, I was about to like stay one. home mm-hmm. for, you know, this would, this would have been last Thursday, Halloween day, and I drop off Azariah and I'm like, Cherry, I'm like, okay, have a good day, bye. And then I went to drop off Eliana, and I just like lost it. Her care or her. Uh, her caretaker like gave me a hug and I was like I just need to go like I like, you had to go pick them up because I won't be able to like hold it together like I was bawling I think you called me afterwards didn't yeah you? I did yeah. call you I was like oh my gosh I can't do this because I was like terrified of staying home and but also really really sad for my kids because yeah they like daycare they love daycare Ezra I still like asks about preschool and his friends oh that's so bad we're gonna have a play date with a, a couple next week though That'll that's be nice, nice but yeah. I like do not like crying. I hate crying. I but after having kids, I have, I cry so much more now. I definitely cry much more as an adult. I thought yeah. I thought as a child, I was like every time I cried, which was once in a blue moon, because I like smashed my emotions way down as it as any good mis- Midwesterner does. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like anger, sadness. Nope, that's not legal here. Um, <laughs> yeah. You just gotta, you gotta be a happy-go-lucky Midwesterner, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, now as an adult, though, I just cry all the time, and I don't hold back, or I will try to hold back. I have, I have been at work before. That's when it's, like, 
I've been at work and I have just like freaked out and I don't want to say I'm crying over something silly. So I, instead I make people feel bad for me. Like it was the end of the work day and we're, I work in a bakery and we're trying to get everything like cleaned up and like tidied for the end of the day and it's hectic and there's like it's summer rush and it's there's like 12 people in the room and it's a very small bakery and like I'm just like tears are just falling down my face but I'm trying to hold it together and like my head chef turns around she's like are you okay and I'm like she's like did you burn yourself because there's like a pot of caramel boiling and I'm just like I'm fine I'm just having an anxiety attack, and um, which may or may not been true. Um, and she's just like, oh, okay, do you need to go somewhere? I'm like, I'm fine. I just need to stay busy. And I'm like trying to smile and trying not to. I'm just like trying to suck my tears back into my eyes. And it doesn't work. And she's just like, she's like, okay, well, uh, Okay, I okay. Work is definitely one of the worst places you can cry because you're not being paid to cry. It's almost Thanksgiving. What dessert are you gonna serve? Um, I might make that pumpkin cheesecake again. That's pretty good. Or those. Turn- Would you pumpkin. use a real cheesecake? Real real cheese? Or are you gonna make a try and make a vegan version? It's a vegan version. Mm-hmm. Um, I made it for our pumpkin day. We had it with our family, and everyone seemed to like it there. So. Oh, like, oh okay. will you tell me about Pumpkin Day? That seems like a new tradition. Yeah, we just started it. Um, we had like a, I feel like we had like a fall day last year. I think it might have been at my house or something. We we usually try to get together at least one time during the fall. Anyway, but we got a bunch of pumpkins. My mom bought like 20 pumpkins and we all got together at her house. We, um, it was pretty much like Thanksgiving, I feel like. What do you think? It was like so much food. I don't know if you can hear me, but yes. Yeah, and um. So we ate a ton of food, all kind of pumpkin-related, if we could make it pumpkin-related. And then uh, we went for a walk, and then we carved pumpkins, and that's about it. Was it significant others and just family only? Um, it was just family. Yeah, just family. And, yeah, significant others, like girlfriends yeah. came. Yeah. Boyfriends came. Um, no boyfriends, just kidding. Hmm. Oh, yeah, we're so fancy. That's funny on that. I hear my two-year-old opening and closing cabinets in the... All right. Well, I had to make a pumpkin dish, and I gotta be honest, I hate baking. I'm like the opposite of my other sister. So I like to bake, and so I'm like, what can I make that's the easiest thing that I bake? Sort of. So I made Powerballs. Like I just made like. <laughs> I feel that's. I feel like that's pretty on brand with you. Um, yeah. You are a manager at a CrossFit gym, and I want to know more about that. Yeah. So that's been CrossFit. I think came into my life probably about. I don't know, almost 10 years ago, and then I kind of branched off and did some personal training for a while, and then a friend was opening a gym, and so I went and helped her open a gym in Plymouth, Indiana. Check it out. What's the name of the gym? CrossFit Rockfire. Um, I thought that was the one you worked at. That's, yeah, that's the gym. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's the gym. And so I'm loving it, and I get to take Remy with me, coach with her there, um, our members are great. So, unlike... It doesn't feel like work. Like, it's just... Fun. Unlike Gretchen, who is a stay-at-home mom, mm-hmm. you are you are the inverse of that in that you are a mom and you go out into the world and you do your worky job. Yeah. How... What's it like, sort of... Um, I hate it when people are, like, in interviews and, like, how do you balance your 
mom work life? Like, how do you balance being a mom and like a human, a regular human like me? Like it's, it seems very <laughs> like, it's, it's not a matter of balance. It's no. just like something you're that just, you do. You're just doing it. And it's not like you're actively like, like making the choice every other yeah. second. Like, ah, I have to do this action, yeah. like, which is a mom action. And then I have to do this action, which is like a normal human being action. It's like, no, it's just, it, it's not, it's just life. Like, I, and honestly, like, sometimes I'm in my PJs because I coach the evening classes, which right now is perfect because I don't have to get going until, like, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. So sometimes I'm literally in my PJs till 1 o'clock. I'm like, oh, shoot, we got to get going, and I change real quick, and we go. So I don't, I don't, like, change anything at home. I take care of Remy first, and I program for some personal training clients, and, I mean... The beauty of working at a gym is you literally just throw on some sweats and yeah. go to work. Sweat play, <laughs> sweat pant appropriate workplace. Yes, it's great. And does so, your yes. baby do burpees? She's not, and she's actually she just burps. Yeah, and she's actually a terrible helper with the coaching classes. Right. She's actually very vocal during the whole time I'm coaching. But I'd like uh, to invite our next guest to the podcast. <laughs> oh. This is Gretchen's child, Eliana, who's come to snuggle. Can't keep her away, but. She's That's okay. This. It's on, again, half the podcast is being a stay-at-home mom. I feel like kids are inevitable. So, hi, Eliana. How are you? Say hi. No, she's going to no. be quiet. Her she's so is, sticky. Her voice is so cute, though, when she does talk. What would you say is, like, the the cause of stickiness 90% of the time? Um, boogers. Oh, <laughs> oh, man. Or they just, like, you'll give them, like, a piece of food could be anything and they'll just hold it in their hand for the longest time and just starts breaking down in their hand and then just gets everywhere just a pulp yeah a mush but i did give them as bribery i gave them uh little packets of m&ms that i stole from molly that's nice so that's why she's covered in stickiness right now oh and a fruit leather strap thing not for them yeah whatever they're called i guess fruit leather i don't know fruit i like that fruit leather it's like you have millennials who want to recreate fruit roll-ups but make a healthy yeah. version of it. And I find that fruit leather has, like, become a trend for that reason. I'm wondering if it was ever a thing before. Like... I don't... Yeah. I don't remember ever seeing them before. No. Um, Help. They just aren't as good as... Help. I tried... I, like... I don't know where I was, but I had a fruit roll-up, like, a while ago, and I was like, this is just, like, no wonder I love these as a kid. Like, we never, ever got them, but I just remember, like, them being so good, and they're still so good. That is juice. And juice, yeah, we weren't allowed juice in our house. Mom pulled out that frozen can of orange juice. We knew it was going to be a good day. We get one glass. That was that. Seriously, you'd have to put, we get one pitcher, and it would be gone. Who got two glasses, Ben? Was that you? Because we weren't allowed to drink milk, like, glasses of milk, because I was too expensive. Like, it was just, we were so many of us, too expensive. And then it was water and the occasional orange juice. No pop. My dad would sneak, you know, he'd have pop in his car. Like, he'd sneak in the back of the refrigerator, you know, hide it from himself. And then, nope, that was it. That's great. That's wild. Yeah. But I still don't get my give my kids juice, though, I must admit. When we go places, like, Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. 
so two like two episodes ago I told you to remind me about Mulan. Yeah, I thought about that last episode <laughs> and I totally forgot again to remind you. What's Mulan? I don't know. So she's like reminding me of Mulan. So Disney's making a live action Mulan movie, you know? This is this is controversial for me because I'm not big on the And and the do you know about the protests that are happening in Hong Kong and in China right now? No, shame on me. Yeah, shame you too. That's okay. That's I'm going to give you a very brief and probably incorrect summary okay. of what's happening. So, um, Hong Kong, I believe it's is it's kind of its own independent state yes. within China, but China is trying to have more government control over them. And Hong Kong, you know, they want democratic. They want a more democratic uh, government setup. And so right now they're protesting the Chinese government, and it's very, um, it's very dangerous. It's very. Uh, like you know the military is actively fighting and hurting the protesters protesters are being jailed you know they were very privileged with the amount of free speech we have here in the united states um and uh china runs a very intense propaganda machine uh so right now the in china the protesters are being painted as sort of like these upstarts who are ungrateful for like the love and the service that the Chinese government provides for them. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the United States being the United States, our citizens were just like, yeah, that's BS. Like, we're very, we're right now we're pro-Hong Kong because they want uh, a democratic society mm-hmm. uh, instead of a fascist one. And recently the lead actress from Mulan the the forthcoming live action movie she said that like i i i don't have my phone on me and i'm going to paraphrase horribly but she's just like yeah the protester the hong kong protesters are terrible and so disney's like hmm, because right now what's happening is you have american audiences who are starting to they're like they're going to boycott this movie yeah um and but Disney's hands are tied because uh, I, what I was saying from the other episode is that like there's a lot of geopolitics within the film industry because um, one of the biggest economies outside of the United States is China as far as movies go. Right. Um, and of course, like I would imagine, people in China, Mulan's a very pro-Chinese movie, and Mulan is you know their Cinderella, like. Like, of course they're going to go see the Mulan film, but Disney's, like, their hands are tied where it's like, do we, who do, you know, we can't shut down this Mulan movie, but at the same time, that's a very intense thing to say for, like, the lead actress. Oh, gosh, Because, you know, which audience do we alienate? Do we alienate the American audience or do we alienate the Chinese audience? Like, which one, because we want both of them to see our movie. And most likely, the money they put into Mulan, they'll probably make a return on it just because people go and see these live-action movies just because. And I'm like, stop seeing the live-action Disney movies. Stop I it. Gonna, I have not seen any of them yet. Um, I, I definitely saw Aladdin and Beauty and the Beast. Beast. Okay. Oh, okay. Beauty and the Beast is the one I've seen. I think Yeah. I saw... I only saw Beauty and Beast because Maudie wanted to. Yeah. Um, right. So, but, very well, Disney, you I'm may looking, have my dollar. But Mulan, I heard it's not supposed to have, or not going to have, like, music or anything. Yeah. That seems like That's weird. sad. Yeah, that I seems like sad. the music yeah. aspect of it. But I think, where's Disney getting 
most of its money from? Itself. Itself. So, it's so it doesn't matter. So yeah, really. yeah, yeah. Disney Disney it. makes money to make more money. So yeah, that like that's kind of with mm-hmm. most films, what happens if you're a smaller company, you usually have one individual, like a yeah. million or a billionaire, who funds a movie, and the idea is that ticket sales gives you a return. Yeah. Disney doesn't have that problem for the most part because they make they make so much money. They make insane amounts of money. From not just their movie sales, but from merchandise yeah. in the parks. So here's the other thing that I've been, I think we're going to get it, but it's like, there's this part of me is like, oh, do we really want to like support this? Disney Live. Is this the Disney, no, the, the Disney Plus, Plus that's coming yeah. out. Like, I kind of really wants to get it, and I think we'd actually really use it. Have you heard of it? Uh, of course I've heard okay. it. I, I see like, bill- you, you had like a confused I see, face. I, I see sure. billboards like every, yeah, I was like, I had, you had a confused face. I was like, this is like everywhere. How do you not know? Anyway. So I think we're probably gonna get it, but there's also like, gosh, they're do they? It sounds so convenient though, <laughs> like for us with kids. Welcome to our <laughs> Remy Farts podcast. I wonder if that makes sense. I wonder if you heard that. That was my daughter feeling her pants. Um. Anyway, do you have any like? Yeah, what do you think of that? Um, I mean. I, I know I've trash talked to Disney twice in this podcast, but I also do love Disney. Yeah. And it's like someday exactly. if I was offered a job there, like I would take it without a second. So why do you hate Disney so much? I don't, I hate, I don't hate Disney. I'm putting that out into the universe to explain to any yeah. possible recruiters. Hate is a strong word. Hate is a strong yeah, word. I, I like Disney's products that they put out. I think at the end of the day, most of the people there are trying to create products. Oh no! Sorry, uh, we interrupt this <laughs> Disney criticism oh. podcast to talk about the you blowout smiling, that Elliot that Ruby just had. Um, Man. Oh dear. Um, she just looks smiling. <laughs> I feel so good. Yeah. Um, keep going. Sorry. No worries. I. Uh, I like Disney. I like the products they make. I like the films they put out. Um, I like when they try to experiment and do new things with their films, which they don't do a whole lot. They kind of have gotten to the point of being formulaic so that it's guaranteed they get an audience and then um, they make more money. But I don't like them as a business. I think they are very close to being a monopoly, which is dangerous for our economy. And it's especially from the... I have... I'm trying to, I, I'm an animator and an illustrator. It's very, it's been very damaging to the animation and the illustration community across the world because people have been drawing just to imitate Disney's artwork and there's no breadth of artistic diversity and Disney is inclined to hire people that only draw in their style, which yeah, serves them. Yeah, that kind of goes against, like, what they preach too about being unique and being your yeah. <laughs> so, Eliana. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, welcome our next guest onto the show is <laughs> my parents' dog Milo. Um, <laughs> Eliana's just bugging him. <laughs> um. So it's. It's, in Disney, you know, they keep buying intellectual properties, which makes them a monopoly, and, you know, eventually if they keep buying more stuff, the U.S. government has to step in and say, stop buying things, um, monopolies are bad, don't do that. Because you think about, you know how you play the game Monopoly and it's yeah. never fun? 
that happens in real life. And right now, Disney is like that kid at, who always wins at Monopoly. And, yeah, and then and up. is just buying everything up. And so all the freaking railroads. Yes. <laughs> but no, like, because I, I really like the, the, that magic of Disney. And the yeah, history. and that's like, what... I love that, yeah. I think Disney cornered the market when they make things that are entertaining for mm-hmm. families because... People will only spend so much money on themselves, but they will go, they will like burn through their money if they're spending money on their children. Yeah. So, which yeah. is like what I've found, like in the few times when I worked at the Boys and Girls Club and we took kids to Disneyland, like I'd go in with a plan of like, I'm going to spend X amount of dollars on myself and maybe I will buy, like, I will just buy pizza for the kids to eat. And <sighs> by the end of the day, I've spent twice the amount of that because I you know everybody's like oh you want to have like a special day at Disney you don't want to ruin the Disney magic and like as soon as your kid is just like I'm not having fun at Disney it's like let me buy this $50 Elsa rag (laughs) this this Elsa dish rag that's $50 and or like I went there one time and I was just cold and I had to spend $60 on a shirt so Uh I would not be cold um so that is why, yeah, that is my beef with Disney. That being said, any recruiters who are out there listening, <laughs> please give me a job there. Just kidding. Love you. I feel like, I wonder how Kyle and I would do at Disney. Because we haven't been there with our kids yet. I've um, never personally been there, actually. I mean, like I said, oh, thank you. Never. Eliana just gave me a cup. Um, Because we got to events, like... At one of the local places, it's the Henry Ford Museum. They have, like, Thomas the Train. It comes and pulls the kids around. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, this huge thing. And Kyle and I won't even let our kids on the train because it costs too much money. Like, it's 11 bucks to drive this train around. I mean, once you buy the ticket for Disneyland, like, there's so much stuff to okay, do. Like, yeah. yes, the prices for food and stuff are getting. And, like, there are balloons. Like, oh, we kind of cool. Get the kids, like, some, you know, little souvenir. The balloon was $11. Like, we're like, no way. I don't know. I mean, if you come and visit me, you're more than welcome. My apartment is small, and there's two other roommates, but you're more than welcome to stay with me. Um, I can... I think Disneyland, it's smaller than Disney World, so there's... You get to what you want to do faster. Okay. So I think it's more convenient in that sense. Um, I want to take our kids, but I just like when they're older. I went to Disney World, yeah, when I was Yeah, wait to take your kids to... To wait to take your t- kids to Disney World so that they actually remember it. Because yeah, if you take them now, it's pointless. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I, I, I thought it was a blast. I like, I loved it. Yeah. The thirteen-year-old um, me remembers. Oh, that's Remy. No, I said my husband was calling. But yeah, we're Disney. We like Disney. <laughs> we like Disney. Give us stuff. <laughs> Sorry, we've had so many like. Interruption, kid interruptions. Oh, that's, that's okay. Azariah. Welcome Go our ahead. next guest to the podcast, Azariah. Did you say hi? No, he has food in his mouth. Okay. Do you think this is a, a good note to send off? Now that we have <laughs> all our guests here. Yeah. We can probably. <laughs> the M&M's. Are very, they eat M&M's and Doritos. This is like a huge <laughs> treat for them. <laughs> and we're watching movies now. Remy has slept and filled her pants. Yeah. Up. That's true. Yeah. She is poopy. It's coming up her back. Too. Oh, don't say that. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is a, this is a Sam and Spencer. You're gonna get that stay at home mom. Yep, bits over here. All right. Thank you for oh. listening to our opinions on 
Indiana and Disney and how I have conflicting feelings about both. Um, uh, Are you your state? What? Who's your state? Let us know if you're cold weather or warm weather. Let us know your conflicting opinions on Disney. Thank goodness. Um, Any topics or questions you have for us? Send them to simonspinster at gmail.com. We love you very much. Send us out, Gretchen. Oh, and follow us on Instagram at Simon Spinster Podcast. Or on Facebook, too. Yeah. Thank you for having Remy and I. Okay, oh, of course. Guests. Woo! All right. Uh, ta-ta for now. Tits out for now. Bye.